listening to the bob and bo show here are your hosts ty bob ty bo and sean welcome back to the show everyone i am ty bob joined by ty bo and sean we're coming back after week 12 of the nfl season taking place over thanksgiving where we got three games this year instead of just the normal one or two it's three you just think you're better than us, Sean? No. You just giving us the European three there? You just think you're better than us? I think he that's from uh, dirt. watching dirt. He does think he's dirt. This guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy. Well, folks, we did have really, really, really good week two. A lot of good, very close games. But first, let's get to the news of things that had happened over the weekend we've got a few injury updates first coming from adam schefter bills linebacker von miller did not tear his acl during the game on thursday but there are other damages that doctors are reviewing to determine how much time he will miss and for now he is out indefinitely he could be out a couple weeks it could be season ending more info is still being gathered that did come out uh the following day on friday uh, we did get a clip from Von Miller himself uh, shown on Bleacher Report. He was talking about uh, how there was some structural damage, uh, but overall, no tears, fairly healthy. Sounds like it's just a mild sprain. Uh, could be even uh, better than a mild sprain. Could be out only seven to ten days. It's possible that he is back this week even. Very surprising with uh, a lot of the reports came out saying it was season ending very, very early uh, very early on in the week. Uh, next up, we've got from Tom Pelissaro. The Packers are waving safety Jonathan Abram. Uh, Abram <laughs> contributed during his short stint in Green Bay, which now wants to look at its young guys for the second time in three weeks. The former Raiders first round pick hits waivers. Uh, it's not an injury, but it belongs in the injury book because that guy is getting torched all over. It's not a good look for Abrams, former first-round pick. Um, maybe the Chiefs take a flyer. It seems like their type, Brett Veach type of guy, although his on-field performance has been pretty poor this year. Uh, so hopefully not. Uh, coming up with the next bit of injury news from Adam Schefter, Bears head coach Matt Eberflus told reporters that wide receiver Darnell Mooney is out for the season due to an ankle injury he sustained during Sunday's game. Uh, that is their number one wide receiver. They did bring in Chase Claypool, but uh, that does seem to uh, be discouraging for that Bears team uh, that was trying to make strides forward. Uh, in other injury news from Adam Schefter, the 49ers running back Mitch uh, Elijah Mitchell sustained a possible MCL sprain during Sunday's win over the Saints per the head coach Kyle Shanahan. Mitchell dealt with an MCL sprain earlier this season, but the team suspects this one is not as bad. That was on the 27th of November. Um, He had just been activated. I think this was week two after being activated back from the IR, which Adam Schefter shortly followed up yesterday being Monday, 
saying that Kyle Shanahan told reporters that the 49ers running back Elijah Mitchell is expected to miss another six to eight weeks with the knee injury he suffered on Sunday. So it went from being probably not that bad to he's done for the season. It's great to see. Is it the same MCL? Like that? I don't know. It wouldn't be surprising Uh, from the reports that I've read. It does sound like it is, but I have not read anything where it says which knee it is. But thank God they brought in CMC, dude. Jeez. <laughs> Where would they be without him? Uh, well, they would have had, uh, who is that, Jeff Wilson, who's down in uh, Miami now, so they would have been perfectly fine. <laughs> uh, in our next bit of news, it is uh, very odd news coming from over the weekend. It was a report from Ian Rappaport giving statements from American Airlines after he had previously reported on an issue that OBJ had. OBJ was on a flight from Miami to L.A. where he was supposedly asleep with a blanket over his face and his seatbelt not buckled. The flight attendant had apparently requested that uh, he put his seatbelt on. It, It was reported that OBJ did not comply with the request. They then pulled the uh, plane back to the gate, um, and then he was removed from said plane um, where there really wasn't much information after that. Uh, Later on, it was uh, a statement given by OBJ's uh, lawyer where uh, they kind of, uh, they in their own terms corrected the reports that came out uh, saying that uh, the, the flight attendant was overzealous uh, could have just woken him up. Uh, there were a lot of people who speculated uh, the use of drugs, but there doesn't seem to to be any evidence stating as such. Um, so dude just didn't want to put on a seatbelt on a plane. I think it's important to talk or to, to put out there, but it doesn't seem like it's going to have any impact on his availability for teams because Adam Schefter shortly uh, reported afterwards that uh, here's what one executive on a team linked to Odell Beckham Jr. said this week about a potential landing spot for the free agent wide receiver. It sounds like it will be Dallas. If you're in Vegas, your two to one favorites is the Cowboys and everyone else is five or six to one. I believe I heard Vaughn say something on a podcast recently made in the past few days that Odell is actually scheduling a surprise trip to Buffalo. Ooh. So sleeper. That would suck. Yeah. (laughs) Please go NFC. Uh, Plot twist. He doesn't get picked up by anybody. (laughs) I mean, the way it's kind of seeming, it's, it, I I don't know. It doesn't sound like it's going to be Buffalo. I I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be weird. Great. Do Dallas. Go, go to Dallas. (laughs) I mean, he and his his agent kept talking about there were, you know, we're going to have a place done right after Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving. It seems like they just continue to push this thing on down the road. Could end up without a team if he doesn't act quick. Give give me the health of Kadarius Tony over Odell Beckham Jr., please. Yeah. I'll take that. Uh, There was a little bit of controversy that went on over um, the weekend. We did have a rough game from Lamar Jackson uh, where somebody did tweet at him after the game. Uh, The tweet came from at Castle Will Kill. Uh, He did say when someone is asking for over 250 million guaranteed, 
like Lamar Jackson, games like this should not come down to Justin Tucker. Let Lamar walk and spend that money on a well-rounded team. Lamar didn't take too too well to that one. Uh, In a tweet that has since been deleted, he said, boy, shut the fuck up. Y'all be capping too much on this app. Motherfucker never smelt a football field, never did shit, but eat dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard to keep a straight face during that. (laughs) One of the greatest tweets I've ever seen come from a player. It was shortly after deleted. John Harbaugh did come out uh, and say that that he uh, spoke with Lamar. Um, uh, wasn't anything uh, pending um, suspension or anything like that. Uh, but um, uh, he, he just said that uh, he hoped his guys stayed off Twitter uh, for reasons exactly like that. <laughs> Um, we did have uh, some ratings that went on. The NFL broke some records this week from Adam Schefter. Giants-Cowboys Thanksgiving Day game on Fox averaged 42 million viewers across TV and digital platforms, making it the most watched NFL regular season game on record. And just blowing other sports out of the water. While the FIFA World Cup is going on. Obviously, that is global and will have larger numbers, but uh, $42 million for one game, uh, pretty wild. In a final bit of news, Sports Illustrated released some information on Instagram this week. Uh, they said that the Seahawks have announced their 90s-era throwback uniforms are coming back in 2023. If you are on listening platforms, these are the old uniforms with the uh, silver or white pants, green stripes going down the side with the um, um, blue, I don't even know, a little bit darker than royal blue uh, jerseys, a little bit of green there with the silver helmets. Uh, looks awful. Looks awful. Everybody likes the retro stuff right now. Not a big fan of. Thoughts? No, no, not a big fan. I can't picture them. I'm trying to. I'm I'm picturing what Sean Alexander used to wear. Or something like. I'm not. I can't picture '90s Seahawks. It's it's pretty close. Um. Uh, Bo, not 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 uh, Bo Jackson. Um the linebacker from Oklahoma uh, can't his name escapes my mind now either way that is the news from the week um I'll have to that that will obviously be on screen um for anybody that's on YouTube go check us out Bob I'm gonna have to go show. back and look at it you talking about the blue tops the blue tops those don't look too bad the helmet looks like the best part yeah, the silver helmets with the uh, the ugly retro bird. I'm glad they kind of upgraded from there. But that is the news for the week. Uh, we do need to go back and see how our fantasy teams did. I went three and zero. Sounded like Sean didn't do pretty pretty well in his fantasy leagues, but I do believe just the tips went pretty well. Just the tips went amazing. My fantasy week went terrible. Uh, probably not going to make the playoffs in both leagues I'm in right now because of that loss by 0.5 points in one league because Najee Harris got hurt went out of the game just need 0.5 more from him going to get it for me the other one I lost to Tybo 
thought Pat Firemuth was going to give me 10 points. He got me six. Suck it. Killed your playoff hopes in that week. Should have made some other moves in there, but... Bye-bye. Yeah. Pat not making the playoffs either, so it makes it even worse. But, just so we get started here on these stardoms. We're going to start them right here. Pretty good week. Quarterbacks. Tyler Murray. 24 points. Maybe not the best game overall, but 24 points is 24 points. Can't beat that. Is it? Fantasy-wise, it is. <laughs> Their record-wise, no. Geno Smith, 22 points. It was a pretty high-scoring game against the Raiders. Thought he would have a few more points than that, but 22 was pretty serviceable for uh, Geno. Justin Herbert with the biggest game for the quarterbacks on the stardom right here with 27 points. I like that. Good good starters. Just wait till you hear the rest of these right here. There's only one bad stardom this week. And that was not Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor came away with 18 points. That's what he should be averaging a game, so it's good to see he's back around that average right now. James Conner came in with 22 points this week. Another good running back start right there. And the last one here for running backs. Zeke. 16 points. Now, he does go off against the Giants and almost always scores a touchdown against them. And guess what? He did. That's a 16. That's why you should have started him. Receivers here. Chris Godwin. What a game for him. 30 points. That's what you want out of receiver that on these stardom. Another thing you want out of receiver on the stardom is Garrett Wilson. 26 points. Looks like a completely different player with Mike White and a quarterback. Somebody who can actually throw the ball to him. Look what happens. Deck Wilson take note. And final receiver here is Michael Pittman Jr. Came away with 19 points against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pretty serviceable for him. Like to see that. Here is the one bad player that was a start on this week, and that is Jawan Johnson. Big old goose egg. Your biggest reach of the week. Biggest reach. But you know who wasn't a reach? TJ Hawkinson. Came away with 15 points. Decent. Very, very solid start on this week. Should have listened to me on that one. I know it's been rough the rest of the year, but this week, we'll turn around week. And it just so happens that the sit was pretty damn good as well. Starting off with tight ends. David and Joki, 13 points. Pretty high for a tight end, but it came at the very end of the game with an amazing one-handed catch, touchdown catch. On fourth down, to tie the game. Dawson Knox only had three points for us. Kind of expected that. Could have sat him at the end. Alan Lazard came away with four fantasy points. Good call. Embarrassing fan. Mike Williams did not play zero points. Should have sat him. Didn't need to talk about it. We, re- we recorded on Wednesday. Didn't know if he was going to play or not. It was a game time decision, I believe, and ended up being out, so tough one then. T. Higgins, 25 points. I can't figure these Bengals 
receivers. I always picked the wrong one for some reason. So watching the game, for some reason I thought I chose Tyler Boyd for this. I was like, oh yeah, he's not having a great game. T. Higgins was going off. Look at this the next day. Of course, it was T. Higgins. I put on the sit-up. Bad call. Bad call. Joe Mixon, good call. Did not play. Zero points. Devin Singletary, pretty good game last week. Eight points this week. DeAndre Swift, nine points. Nine points there. Justin Fields, thought he may have, may have had a chance to play, but he did, ended up not playing. Zero points. Aaron Rodgers. Nine points. Went away with what he thought was a punctured lung. We don't know yet. Kirk Cousins. He finally had a good primetime game, and they ended up winning the game. He had 21 points. Can't figure him out either. But just so you all know. <laughs> Fantasy's not over yet. Getting ready for the playoffs. And that was... Just the tips. Was a pretty good list you had from this week. Uh, I, I, I don't see how your fantasy team did so bad, but your just the tips did so well. Well, I don't have many of those players, so that's why I'm against team that. He he doesn't take his own in, advice. He got embarrassed uh, <laughs> when I called him out for just choosing his own players all the time. Um, so he had to. He's had to mix it up since then, so, you know, his team's was, not that good anymore. That was just players to watch. He only has Justin Jefferson. Well, we did give you a quarterback's top 10 power ranking last week. Uh, it was pretty good. It's almost perfect. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh Listen, we, we always have to review it, so I'm going to give you the list of 10, and then if we have any changes that need to be made, Sean and Tybo will bring that to you. Let's kick this back off. The number one quarterback in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes. At number two, Joe Burrow. Three was Tua Tungavailoa. Four, Lamar Jackson. Five, Jalen Hurts. We had uh, Josh Allen. Uh, then following him at seven is Justin Herbert, Geno Smith at nine, Aaron Rodgers, and rounding all ten out was Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. He's the first one out. Poor play and injury. He's gone. Maybe not forever, but for the rest of the game, he's gone. Jordan Love to number five. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean it. <laughs> Definitely not. But with Aaron Rodgers out, we have something moving in, and that is Jimmy G, point star Jimmy, moving in to number 10. Tom Brady, moving one up, number nine. Everything else? Oh, I couldn't see it. Jeff's kiss. Not too bad. Not too bad. We're moving one of the old heads out. He's been injured. His his performance has been subpar, although better than uh, what a lot of the other players were. And Jimmy G coming back after week four uh, undoubtedly is playing better than he has in any previous season. 
Um, it's not a not a not bad to have him up there in the top ten. We'll have to see what the 49ers do with him once the season is over. Aaron Rodgers long got discount double checked. Discount double checked. I uh, like it. Well, folks, there was also 16 games that took place this week, 16 of them, uh, which means that we had quite a few games of the week that we brought to you, three as usual. So let's kick this first one off. We'll do these in chronological order as they went on. So, Sean, give us your game of the week. Yeah, my game of the week was Giants versus Cowboys, second game on Thanksgiving. Giants lost this game 20 to 26 to the Cowboys. Like Ty Bob alluded to earlier, this was the most watched game with 42 million viewers. Listen, this game was close to the end. It was not as close as the score says. The Cowboys were down at halftime, but eventually were up 28 to 13. And the final touchdown by the Giants was not very good. Really garbage time scoring for them. C.D. Lamb had a couple of big catches that could have gone for touchdowns, but ended up just setting up some touchdowns. Uh, I believe he had not one, but two one-handed catches that were right there. Very, very interesting to see that they were not touchdowns, but can't have them all. Saquon only had 39 yards rushing and one touchdown. He is the G-men's offense. Couldn't get much going. They couldn't do much all day. Like I said earlier, in just the tips, Zeke always has a decent game against the Giants. 16 rush attempts for 92 yards and one touchdown. That's what he does against the Giants. They just did not come prepared to play. And it's looking more and more like the wheels are falling off the wagon for the Giants. Started off hot, and they're going downhill fast. Can Dallas's defense continue to bail out Dak Prescott in the playoffs? No. So if Odell does go there... They need something because they should not have gotten rid of Amari Cooper. They need something else down there. Passive blunder. Um, should CD's one-handed snag in the end zone been a touchdown? I think so. There's a there's a snippet where it looks like it should be a touchdown, but like his toe touches and then his heel comes down and it's it's, it's touching the line. So it's questionable in my mind. It's a it's a tough call. I don't envy the guy that has to make it. The rules state that it's not a touchdown, but I think the rules need to be amended. Um, if you are facing the other way going out of the end zone, you toe drag, it's a touchdown. Even if your toe drags out of bounds or your knee then falls out of bounds after your toes have already hit inbounds. Um, I, I don't know. Some of, the, some of these rules are just ridiculous. Two toes go down ball breaks the plane doesn't matter where it stops afterwards that it's done it's over with you have two appendages inbounds that's what the rules say that's a touchdown for me i had the Bengals versus the titans uh the Bengals do come away with a win 20 to 16 it was very back and forth um i was for sure the titans were going to come away with a win in the end uh, but Cincinnati did a pretty good job of bottling up Derrick Henry in the backfield, only 17 care or 17 carries for 38 yards. However, he did have three receptions for 79. He even had uh, a couple big uh, 
uh, halfback screens out of the backfield. Uh, Derrick Henry even being bottled up in the run game. uh, He's, he's going to get his one way or another. Um, Bengals really don't look all that great missing Joe Mixon and Jamar Chase. Um, T Higgins did have 114 yards, but everybody else was pretty much out of the game. Samaje did have 58 uh, yards on 17 carries, but that's not going to do when you got a guy like Joe Mixon, who's typically in the backfield. Um, Both of these teams are very beatable in their current state. Um, Neither one of them looked very promising. However, the Bengals will get Joe Mixon back um, and they will get Jamar back. Both uh, seem to be coming back against the Kansas City Chiefs. Speaking of Derrick Henry as well, uh, on that one, one of the really long touchdown or not touchdown receptions, he ended up fumbling it and went into the end zone. They got an other touchdown for that. I believe it was Traylon Burks who recovered it in the end zone. It was really weird to see an other touchdown score instead of an offensive play. Fumble recovery touchdown by the offense. Well, that's how it goes down in the stats, just other. Yeah, it was a it was a sixty five yard pass to Derrick Henry, uh, fumbled it with five yards left to go. It gets tossed into the end zone, uh, and then Traylon Burks does jump on it for the score. Good for the rookie. I did not watch that. <laughs> I did watch my game of the week, and it was worth it. Uh, Packers Eagles. Uh, Eagles won this game forty to thirty three. Um, so I did predict a uh, competitive game, um, one of the closer games throughout the week. This week, actually, not really. <laughs> there was there was a couple of one point one score games out there, um, but the story of this game um, was Aaron Rodgers going out and Jordan Love coming in. Um, Aaron Rodgers put up twenty points against the Philadelphia defense, and Jordan Love put up the rest, um, the the thirteen. Um, and Aaron Rodgers went out right before the end of the third quarter. So I think Jordan Love did that all in the fourth quarter. Um, not enough to win, obviously, um, but there was plenty of big plays. Um, Sean, you said something pre-show about Jalen Hurts. Um, what He was the first person in NFL history to do something. Uh, 150 yards rushing, 150 yards passing, and multiple – uh, passing touchdowns. Gotcha. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles put on a show, and the Packers put up a fight. Um, it was good football on Sunday night, uh, but the Eagles uh, showed up when they needed to. So, the, I mean, it was a good game, uh, but 40, 40 points uh, hasn't been scored that many times this season. The Chiefs have done it, what, three times, two or three times? And I don't think very many other teams have done that. So, and the Eagles almost broke the rushing record in that game, did they not? What's the rushing record? I believe it was total of like three hundred and fifty something as a team, something like that. They almost beat. They were killing it. <clears throat> I didn't uh, but... hear or, or look at that. Uh, as a team. The Eagles did have 363 yards rushing. So if it is 350, then they beat it. 
it may have been like 370 or something, but they were, I believe they were very, very close to getting it. I remember, uh, I believe Miles Sanders was saying stuff about it. Interesting. Very good rushing team. Very good Another rushing big thing. team. There was uh, a lot of people involved in that rushing attack, though. Yeah. There, yeah. Another big thing about that game, though, CJ Gardner Johnson got hurt early on in the game and he left the game with a lacerated kidney. Oh, good cow. Yeah. Lacerated kidney. Looked like a very simple, easy hit. Left the game and I believe he's going to be out for the year. Shows you how much I know about my game of the week. Thank you, Sean. Those were our games of the week. It is now time before we get into the highlights and lowlights from the week for our weekly pick 'em. It's a wild week. Tybo started off picking first. I went last. Sean did go second from the previous week's record. This week, Starting off in last place with a record of eight and eight. This person has yet to have a losing record for the season, but does come in last place for the week. It is Sean. He hasn't had a losing record yet. He does not. Yeah. One or two. Wrong. I'm pretty sure Sean has always gone uh, at least 500. I'm almost for certain there's a there's a win yeah sean has yet oh no you do have one that was in week three you went six and ten other than that flawless, flawless. shut up i'd say perfect yeah average. completely average completely average kirk cousins uh, over here eight and eight <laughs> sean that means that i rounded out in second place with nine wins seven losses Tybo wins you for the week. He had an outstanding best record so far. The best weeks. week. I the had best the week. best week. As of right now. <laughs> 13, 13 and 3, three baby. And three. 13 and 3. What's up? Take my advice. Don't or fade not. me. Unfade or don't me. because he went 7 if and 7 hit, the week before. If you hit the fade button on me, hit that unfade button. <laughs> Wow. Wow. 13 and 3. That's terrible. What? That's a terrible pun. It wasn't a pun. Whatever it was, it was terrible. It was All awesome. right. Find me. I don't care. Add add something to the jar that I'm going to win at the end of the season. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, that does wrap us up for for the pick'em. So Tybo is your winner with 13 and 3 record. He does have an overall record of 105 wins, 72 losses. Sean has 101 wins, 76 losses. I have 98 wins, 80 losses. The only person to not yet have 100 wins, but we'll be we'll be there. We'll be there. I guarantee you, I will have at least two wins next week. I'm in first, right? I'm in first place. You are in first by. I'm by, in first uh, place. I yes. might continue picking first, dude. It's working for me. That's You're in first by by fourteen games. and two next week. Calm down. Not a chance. Okay. Pipe down. Pipe down. <laughs> yeah, you're getting piped down by my picks. <laughs> you might need to go on mute there, bud. 
watch it. Uh, so yeah, that's that's our pick'em. Uh, let's get to any highlights <laughs> or lowlights from the week. Good night. Uh, anything that I missed, obviously didn't cover in the news that you guys had for uh, a highlight or a low light from this week. Uh, this one was kind of a highlight and a low light. Carolina Panthers, Sam Darnold ended up fumbling it on the goal line, recovered his own fumble, and just rolled into the end zone. He did about three rolls and got in. It was <laughs> one of the weirdest things I've seen. It was weird. Um, Russell Wilson throws his 300th touchdown. Boo. His career. Not bad. But and that Carson. does only put him at eight for the season, which means that he still has four more bathrooms than he has touchdowns. Carson Wentz has 10 touchdowns on the year for Russell Wilson's eight. Carson Wentz has not played since week six. Doesn't Joe Flacco have seven touchdowns? So he has just one less than Russell Wilson does, yet he hasn't played a game since week three. I don't know about Joe Flacco. Maybe. Mike White seems to have that job. Wrapped up. Just kidding. It's 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 one game. We saw quite a few good games out of Mike White last year, and then he got benched. We'll have to see uh, if no, he can he continue the trend. Oh, he did get hurt. That is correct. So, hey, maybe Mike White's that guy. Maybe he's been there. He's been the guy all along, and we've just been waiting. He's looking like it right now, man. He was slinging that thing. I don't think I know what he looks like. I just know his name. He looks like an average white guy. He looks 100% like your average white guy. So if I could could just picture Mike White. Think of a Jets version of Daniel Jones. Uh, Okay. Looks a little bit bit cooler, but very average. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Obviously, a tough time for Baltimore. Uh, We did touch on that a little bit with the tweet from Lamar. Um, They're just – it's a bad loss. It's not looking good for them. Do you spend the $250 million on Lamar, or do you use that money to help actually build a team? Or does Lamar decide to take his talent somewhere else? I go. I I offer him uh, two hundred and fifteen million guaranteed, and see what he says. And that's an option. The other option is is they could just franchise tag him. Um, but given the the fact that they clearly need the money to help build the team that they don't have to help Lamar, do they even use the franchise tag, or do they just let him walk? Should somebody offer more money, which they undoubtedly will. Lamar Jackson should just come play for the Chiefs on a discount. Is it running? Yeah. What I thought would be interesting before two has been having such a great year is Lamar would be going to Miami. That would have been something. You know, Sunday, 325 games at home, you know, I miss a lot of football. I didn't watch very many of the noon games. Um, I was lucky enough to still have my wits about me to watch the the Sunday night game. But I do remember 
the Thanksgiving game, Josh Allen's throw to Stefan Diggs at the end of the game. I mean, with an injury to his throwing arm, that's one of the more impressive things I've seen. And I've seen Patrick Mahomes do a lot of impressive things. Um, so Josh Allen does have those little fra- flashes of greatness. Um, and he is tough. You can definitely say that about him. Hold the phone, boys. We have got breaking news. News. The Kansas City Chiefs week 14 game on December the 11th at Denver has been moved from the Sunday night football game to the 3.05 p.m. game on CBS. The game that will be taking its place is the Dolphins-Chargers game will now be played on Sunday night football. Whoa. That's, That's pretty big. Flexed. We did get flexed. We did get flexed out. I was assuming that would get uh, done earlier so that they could move uh, this week's Chiefs-Bengals game into uh, the Sunday night game, but there are a couple more later on down the road that uh, do have the opportunity to be flexed in. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts really quick on here before we jump out for the week uh, with the Dolphins Chargers getting flexed into Sunday night football? I think that'll be a much more exciting game for sure. Than us versus the Bengals? The Broncos? No, us versus the Broncos. This is week 14. Yeah. Oh. Whoops. Yeah, much more excited. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, they. I mean, Russell Wilson is so bad that they are moving Patrick Mahomes out of primetime television. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Danger was. I've already seen a lot of talk on Twitter from the Broncos community somehow. Uh, I was trying to see if they cut him, how much money they could save, or how much money is going to be on their payroll for the next few years. That's a low light for their organization. <laughs> in order to uh, – I, I did see some of the information that was out there. In order to cut Russ and be able – uh, to recoup some of that money, it uh, somebody did the the math on it. They would have to cut like twenty to twenty two players. <laughs> what a terrible contract! That's so bad. And you wonder well, why an organization would hesitate to give somebody completely guaranteed money. I feel like there are there are players out there that you obviously do it for. Russ did not seem like one of those players. I think the Broncos front office is just really, really bad. They you are. bring in a guy like Nathaniel Hackett. You've obviously had the coaching issues that you've had over the last few years and a couple regimes. GM issues with being able to bring in any talent at all at the quarterback position. It's not looking good for them in Denver, but you love to see it as a Kansas City Chiefs fan. Absolutely. That'll do it for week 12, folks. We have got a solid week 13 coming up. Make sure to check us out on Friday as we bring you our Chiefs versus Bengals preview show along with our NFL week 13 preview show. The Sunday night game just got flexed. You heard it here first. Make sure to check us out. 
anywhere you can see us, Bob and Bo Show, YouTube, any podcast platform. But never forget, go Chiefs. Go Chiefs!